when that Alan Rickman passed away, uh, I, I held a, a little Alan Rickman weekend where we built a fort and watched all the Alan Rickman films we could lay our hands on. It was very nice. I went to a bar back in Nottingham that set up a big screen and served booze and showed Prince of Thieves. And uh, oh. it was awesome. Yeah. That's good. I really like that. Dogma is one of his best performances. Dogma's a great film. Mm, love yeah. that film. Love that Die film. Hard, of course. Yes. That's a great one. He's in Perfume as well. That's an interesting film. Mm. The book for that is good. Yeah, I don't know whether I like which one I prefer, because I think both are good, actually, for a, an adaptation. And that's rare. Mm, yeah. Especially about smell in two mediums that you can't really do it. Yeah. It's really well yes. done. Mm. Yeah. You said there's a book that quite do scratch and sniff. <laughs> hey. That would also be a bit weird. It depends what you're scratching. Anyway, I'm not going to okay. say it. I'm and and we're, back, it. To, and, and we're now, back to being um, gross. And we're back to being super gross, folks. Welcome back, <laughs> listeners, to Tales from the Twenty Side, a Pathfinder you second edition. This dumb. <laughs> Let's play podcast. My name is Dom, and I'm your GM for this game and for many others. And I'm joined by Stu. <laughs> Hello. I'm joined by Darren. Hello. I'm joined by Amy. It's like we're primary school kids today, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it really is. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm joined by Asta. Hello. <laughs> yeah, no. Full, full, full apologies, uh, Amy. As you say, this is entirely my fault. Entirely my fault. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say, I I make any suggestions for what might be scratched. So if you went to something mucky, that's in your own head. Rather like last week's, yeah. that was in your own head because I didn't go there at all until I realised later on. Mm. There we go. I I blame um I blame post holiday tiredness and uh, being a little bit ill, um and yeah, just generally being an awful human being. So <laughs> that's, you know, that's uh, my. The, cl- the clock changed. That is, it's that's thrown it. everything off. That's it why it really has. I yeah, we've got like an extra hour be, in bed. <laughs> that doesn't mean yeah. anything, though, Stu. But it's like lunchtime now. But it's yeah. not yet. I mean, it, it is lunchtime. It's twenty past twelve, and twelve to one is lunchtime. So. Mm. There you go, yeah. Stew, uh, Stew, Mr. Pedantic Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, oh, it's the best type of correct. It's the best time for what? I said technically correct. The best type of correct. Oh yes, yeah, no, I, I, I do agree. I do agree. Uh, mostly. Um, how's how's everyone doing? Um, we enjoying our little um, side adventure we're, we're going on. Yeah, I like yeah. it. It's so good. Mm. <laughs> We've got a spoon. <laughs> I feel. I mean, we're doing really well, but I don't know if I'm disappointed that we're not dying more. Mm. We just need You've to try some... harder. <laughs> What, what I will say, what I will say is um, the first task which you've just uh, you've just completed um, is the easiest one to do in gameplay terms. Like it, it, it requires the fewest amount of successes. Uh, everything from here on only requires more. So more, more successes <laughs> means more dice rolls. More dice rolls means more more death. We hope. <laughs> that last task did require five successes, though. That was it. It did. Mm. That was a tough one. Tough old trolls. Mm. They were tough old trolls. They 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 were were regenerating, but but you you overcame them uh, with a spoon. <laughs> they were they were mere blancmange <laughs> against the power of my spoon. <laughs> Is it a big spoon or a little spoon? Medium sized, you know, like a wooden cooking spoon. A wooden cooking spoon. Have you been on Ready Steady Cook? Been on ready, steady, stab. Ah, <laughs> that explains it. 
that's the that's that's the ghetto spin-off. <laughs> there we go. So there's a new prime minister, eh, folks? Oh. <laughs> 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 uh... I'm I'm wondering uh, how long we can keep this joke going, and it'll, and it'll actually be and it'll actually be, be relevant for. Yeah, there we go. I think they've run out of people now, so <laughs> that's it. Next, it is yeah. just going to be a potato. Yeah, it will be Larry. I, I, I've said Larry this before. <laughs> I think I think Larry the cat is our best option. I really, really do. Like he he has technically held a, a ministerial post for the last last eleven years. No other MP can say that. <laughs> And, he, and he's, not, he's not been sacked. There's been no scandals. Um, Larry, Larry the Cat for PM, <laughs> I think. No scandals that we've heard of. Well, <laughs> that just means he's very good at covering them up. And, <gasps> you know, you know, in the, in, the, in the world of politics, Asta, if the public don't hear about it, did it really happen? Oh, this is very true. There we go. Uh, anyway, enough of that. That's a fierce catnip problem, though. Yeah, he does. He he, he claims um, massive expenses on cat hair. <laughs> Him and uh, There we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, right, I can tell you guys are all, are all eager to get back into um, the mischief that we were getting up to last time. Uh, so why don't we have a quick recap of where we find ourselves? What's go- what's what's going on, guys? We're not we're not, we're not playing Pathfinder right now. What's happening? Kalikni Quest! A variety of Goblin Quest. Um, Kalikni Quest Part well, 2. Yeah, these Kalikni are heading into the tower to rescue some children, uh, being led um, quietly by Della, uh, the Bright Walker. And we've, uh, we've done some good so far. Um, my character eased our way through a tight tunnel by snotting it all up. Some stuff up. Some trolls. Oh, we defeated a stone slab. Yeah, you did. You seized blood everywhere. Stone slab defeated me. (laughs) Yes. Gordon shovels coming in really. (laughs) But we're still all alive so far, so that's good for now. I, I want, kind of want Alan to make it to the end. <laughs> well, only the dice can decide if that will be the case or not. Yeah. Uh, what do we think, guys? Should, should, first. You have. You've completed Ta- your task? first task. First of three tasks. You have infiltrated the clock tower. Uh, your little band of misfits is inside and uh, are plotting their next move. Uh, which I can tell you takes us on to your second task. Um, and I'm going back into gameplay speak because I think you guys want, just want to get on with it. Uh, your second task in this mission is to release the children. Uh, now, in order to, to, to release the children, the very, the very first thing you have to do is find where they're being held. So, let's get straight into it. I turn it, I, I turn it over to you guys. Uh, what bright ideas has everyone got to help you find where they're being held? Kanye Hearwell wants to use his big ears and his expertise for hearing well to try and hear children. All right, let's have uh, let's have some rolls there. I think that's going to be two rolls, two d six. I rolled five and a one. Okay, uh, so uh, so that, that 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 is a success. However, it's also an injury. So tell us, uh, tell us how this happens here. Yeah, Amy. Um, so Kanye is uh, listening. He's putting his ears up to the wall, to the door, to the ground, and he's straining really, really hard. And then you you hear a, a very slight pop, and you see a bit of blood dribbling out of one ear, and he's burst an eardrum. Oh no! Oh no! That's impressive, considering there's no muscle there. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. So, how how many injuries does that put on Connie onto? He's that's his first one. That's his first one. Injury free last turn. 
he was. There we go. Very nice. Uh, that's that's worth worth noting. Uh, that there is no way to to re to recover injuries. Uh, they stay with you until you either win or you die. Uh, all right. So um, so Kanye pops his ear pops his ear pops his ear to to the door. Um, he informs you that um, he's starting to get quite a good understanding just through listening of of the layout at least of this floor and. As he's as he's listening like listening out, he can kind of hear um, very soft, childlike sobbing coming um, from somewhere, definitely from somewhere on this floor, but exactly where he's not too sure. Uh, who else would like to attempt to move move us forward here? Connor will get out his ancestral conch shell with the intention of playing a jaunty note on it um, to see if the children repeat that noise back uh, and give away their location. <laughs> conch, conch shell sonar, I love it. The magical <laughs> conch shell. Um, there we go. Let's magically have to, let's make have some noise blow into it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, just as an aside, while Stu's rolling, I, I I love that idea in general. Like you know, common common magic items that aren't magical at all. They just do something really mundane, but they they mm. just appear magical. Quite cool. What you got? So I just rolled a two. Yes. And a one. Okay. Uh, so we roll. Now this is our first yeah, time where we a, might have it. I get a reroll. Do, do I reroll both the dice or just one? Yes, if you if you re-roll, you re-roll all the dice you've rolled. Okay, that's good because I already have an injury, so I'm going to use my re-roll. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh dear, um, a two and a three. Two and a three. Uh, oh no! <laughs> so this is both an injury and something bad happens. Um, so, Stu, narrate for us a. Um, how how this makes the task harder for everyone else, and B how uh, how Connor meets a grisly end. So Connor puts the conch shell to his mouth. Um, his snotty nose, however, leaks on the floor. He slips in the snot face first as the conch shell <laughs> pierces out the back of his head. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> and you hear a very loud. <laughs> noise coming from the country <laughs> does so potentially alerting the, the bad guys alright oh no but that, that 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 is the end of Connor Crowley um, so if you if you get your second c c second c Caligny re ready there Stu uh, they will end yep. to play um, at the start of the next round nice. uh, so it in the meantime, uh, Gordon and Alan, uh, you've just watched uh, Connor just impale himself and he stops moving. Um, you need to find these children. Um, your fallen brother can can, can wait for, for, for another day. Um, uh, what do you wish to do? Alan will shout out in the hopes that the children will respond. Join us or die. <laughs> All right, let's have a I let's can't. have a roll there with a minus one from um, something bad. I rolled a three. Oh, so the three becomes a two, which is an injury. Do you wish to re-roll it? Uh, yeah, why not? Okay. So you get your one re-roll. I rolled a two. Oh, uh -huh. mate. So Darren, how in? In calling out to the children, in, in, in appealing to their uh, to, to, to their fear, uh, how does Alan Rickman end himself? <laughs> um, he has an aneurysm and collapses on the floor. Oh no! <laughs> oh, that's that's grim. Uh, so, G G Gordon, um, you're in this kind of macabre dining room. The, t the two trolls are dead. You've just watched two of your companions just just basically uh, collapse and stop moving. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how do you react in this situation? You've got gold. You, you, you've got a mission to complete. <laughs> uh, G 
Gordon is going to use his noteworthy mark, which is his luminous white eyes. Yes. And uh, he's going to try and use them sort of like headlamps to see if they reflect on any children. <laughs> oh, nice. Kind of, kind of like, like an x-ray type. Okay. Yeah. Let's have, let's have 2d6 there for, uh, for, um, for Gordon. That is a five and a four. Five and a four. Very nice. We have a single success and something good uh, for the next roll. Very, very nice. Uh, um, so, how, how, how does this uh, how does this contribute to to the mission, there, Asta? Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What I tell, I tell you, what I think happens. I think as. Um, uh, as as uh, Gordon's eyes flash with this colour, um, they do act almost like almost like an X-ray type type thing. And uh, suddenly, you find yourself, Gordon. You you're looking through the walls, and you see, you suddenly have a very good idea of the layout of this um of this of this uh, of this of this of this, of this floor. So, cu- cu- coupled with with the direction found from uh, from Kanye's hearing and your amazing eyesight, uh, yeah, y- y- you're you're not certain just yet, but you think the children are probably uh, somewhere off to the northeast from where you are. Uh, at the end of that action, um, two two more Caligni step forward from the shadows. Uh, Stu, who steps forward? Uh, so Caitlin Crowley Caligny uh, steps forward, uh, fondling her spoons. Uh, <laughs> looks over at the Rickman's wooden spoon, uh, but uh, yeah, she she instead bends down and uh, and wrenches the conch shell, the heirloom, from uh, uh, from Connor's <laughs> Connor's head. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Connor's head, yeah. <laughs> And wipes it off. So, yeah. yeah. I'm glad you clarified that. <laughs> as 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 Caitlin steps forward, um, uh, Darren, who uh, who appears? <clears throat> Guy appears. Guy Rickman and, uh, picks up the spoon and says, "Now I have the power, cousin." <laughs> I, I'm, I, I, I really want to see what all, all of these, these these references are. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, but as as these two new Caligni take their place amongst the group, uh, it's a fresh round. Um, you've still got to find these children, and you need two more successes to do, to do it. Who would like? Who's got an idea? Kanye is going to walk to the northeast, and it's like is can he, is like he wants to walk to where we think they are. Yeah, you start Try navigating, start navigating through the uh, through 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 the tower. Of course, uh, let's have a D six there, then, Amy. Roll five. Five. So that is a success. Tell us how uh, this contributes to the mission. I uh, walk out the room. Yes. And I find another door. You do. So you step you step into um, what looks to be uh, a kind of bunking chamber with these massively large beds, uh, upon which you can see there there there, there are two trolls uh, sort of snoring away um, as they as they as, as they snooze. Um, it's it's also worth worth noting um, throughout this entire tower, all, you can just hear the sound of grinding gears and clanking clockwork from somewhere far above you. So it's very loud in this tower to start with. That's good. It's a fat beat. Yeah, yeah, no. So yeah, you um, you uh, and as you step through, you kind of come to another doorway, um, which leads roughly off in the north easterly easterly direction. I, t- I tell you what, I think that's the success there. Uh, Kanye just opens the door in front of them and, and walks forward. That's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I opened a door. Yay! <laughs> cool. Uh, perfect. So that brings us to everybody else. What you got? So, Caitlin, seeing Kanye um, head 
off through this door uh, is going to use her family note with the mark because all the Crowley family are covered in blue spiralling tattoos from head to toe. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that Caitlin's clearly follows to... a phrasma. Um, maybe. Um, but uh, yeah, Caitlin is going to look at her own tattoos to see if any of them look like they might be a map of the area, a map of the tower. I, I love it. I love it. Roll 2d6, SG. Oh, a six and a five. A six. Prison break. And yes. five. As as Caitlin looks down, I mean, um, I'll let, let, you, let you, you narrate how this happens there, Stu. Yeah, so Caitlin has a look at her left arm. No, that's just blue spiralling. Uh, she looks down at her right arm and realises, oh, hang on. Yes, it's a map of the tower. <laughs> It's uh, this is this is a place that she she scouted a long time ago um, on one of her raids to, to, to the surface, and she, she just happened to draw an exact map of the ground floor. And with that, um, Caitlin immediately identifies that to 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 the northeast uh, there is um, a small prison of sorts, uh, which is almost certainly where the children are going to going to be kept. Uh, that is a successful stage, folks. Well done. Okay. Uh, so, uh, as as you as and following um, following Caitlin's map, um, Kanye's hearing, and uh, uh, Connor, rest in peace, is a uh, sight. No, sorry, Con- whose sight was it? Gordon's sight. Gordon's sight. Apologies. And Gordon's sight, uh, you quickly piece together exactly where these children are probably being held. You start making your way through. Um, as you step through the, the door out of this out of this bedchamber, um, you immediately come to a room that is um, uh, there's a door to, to the north that Caitlin knows leads to a staircase leading upwards. There, there is a door to the south that Caitlin knows leads outside, and there is a door opposite that leads into, um, uh, I guess, I guess a, a, an armory of sorts uh, through which the prison can be found. However, standing immediately in front of you, um, in the centre of this chamber, there is a tall, dark-robed figure. Uh, with a hood pulled over its uh, over its head, uh, you can see the feet are, um, are are bare, and the skin is cracked and blue. Um, certainly, Della would certainly Della would recognise this as one of um, Queen Elvana's mirror men. Oh no! <laughs> uh, a very, a very, a very powerful, very dangerous guard. Guard. <laughs> So the second stage in releasing the children is we need to avoid detection. Uh, so um, Caitlin and Kanye have acted. So Gordon and Guy. Uh, oh, I love the alliteration. That's, that's, that's very <laughs> sexy. Um, Gordon and Guy. Um, how do you uh, want to uh, help get your party past this first obstacle? Uh. I, uh, Gordon will use his noteworthy mark again to create sort of like a a little white dot on the wall and try and coax the mirrorman over there like a cat. <laughs> okay, I like that. So um, <laughs> using uh, using your eyes like a laser pointer. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. All right. So let's have 2d6 there. Gordon's eyes explode as he does this and he falls down dead. <laughs> oh no! What, what did you roll? Two ones. Oh mate. <laughs> <laughs> you could re-roll. Oh shit, I'm gonna re-roll. Yeah. Two ones. That's that's significantly better. That's a four and a five. <laughs> a four and a five, that is significantly <laughs> so much better. better. <laughs> So a four out of five is a success and a something good. Um, so yeah, G- 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 Gordon, you, you you shine your eyes on the wall like a laser, um, and you do see uh, you you do watch as, it, as this mirror man's head. Uh, you haven't seen it from the front yet, but you see its head twitches toward toward the light and it kind of cocks its head curiously as you do so. You seem to have it distracted for the time being. <laughs> 
Uh, Guy, it's your action. Guy, whilst it's distracted, is just going to try and quickly sneak past. Perfect. Nothing fancy. Nothing fancy. Just trying to sneak no. past. Yeah. Just, 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 just fly, fly casual, fly casual, and get past. I like it. Yeah. Uh, let's have a d6 there, Aaron. Roll a six. You roll a six, which is a success. Um, with the mirror man distracted, uh, guy, you, you, you lead. Oh, sorry. You, if you wish to, to, to describe this here, I keep forgetting. It's a player-driven. No, no. I just, I successfully sneak past with. Yeah. No trouble. And I think as part of that, as part of that, um, you are able to um, you are able to usher the rest of the group past the mirror man. Um, sort of Gordon's eyes tracking it like like a laser pointer across across the across the floor. Um, just just to keep his att- keep his just to keep his attention away from you. Um, and the whole group traverses past the mirror man in this room, and uh, with, a, with, a, with the tiniest of creaks, you open the door in front of you, and you step into uh, into um, into what uh, what Caitlin knows to be an armory. And as the door closes closes with a click behind you, um, you see the mirror man turning briefly in your direction, and as it turns round, uh, for those of you who haven't seen one before. Uh, rather than a face, than the humanoid face, uh, you see this creature has um, just a solid sheet of mirrored glass staring back at you instead of a face. And uh, but uh, it doesn't seem to pay any attention for, for the time being. Uh, the four of you find yourselves in in the next room, and you can immediately see um, along along racks. Sorry, along the walls to, to the north and south, there are racks of uh, sort of various weapons and armor. Uh, in the center of the room is a large wooden table, uh, which seems to be covered with uh, documents of all sorts. Um, uh, standing with his back against a door to the far side, you can see there is an- an- another troll. And when I say standing, I mean he seems to be literally... Um, his head is down. He seems to be having 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 a little snooze. Uh, however, on a on a chain, um, kind of patrolling around the room, you can see there there is a large green dog-like creature that you recognise as a troll hound. Uh, so that brings us to a fresh round. What does everyone want? Everyone, everyone wish to do? We need to make it across this room to the children. Yeah. Uh, you do. So, um, going by Kate Caitlin's map, uh, you know there are three doors in in this room. Uh, the door to, to to the south leads to like um, a master bedroom, perhaps a, somewhere a commander or something might sleep. Uh, the door immediately opposite is um, is a storeroom of sorts, and the door to the north is um, leads to the prison. Ah, uh, okay. And that's where the troll is. Uh, yes, yes, it is. Okay. You can you can also see that this. This troll has um, has a ring of keys dangling from from, from its belt. Um, Caitlin <clears throat> is going to sort through her spoon collection, find the shiniest looking spoon, hold it up in front of her face, and try and pose as one of the mirror men, like she's just seen, <laughs> um, and walk up. Past the troll dog, with nothing to see here. <laughs> I Just like me, it. a mirror like man. <laughs> Just me, a mirror man. Very nice. All right, so let's have two d six there. Um, what was um, guys' rolls? I can't remember. Was it just a six? Success. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you did. Okay, perfect. Uh, so in that case, it's just a straight roll. Oh shit! Right, I'm gonna use my reroll for Caitlin now because that was a one All and right. a two. <laughs> All right. It gets bitten in half by a troll hound. <laughs> Ooh, a two and a five. Okay, so two and a five is a success, but also an injury. What happens here for Caitlin? So, um, yeah, Caitlin's uh, holding this spoon up in front of her face, and yeah, the troll hound doesn't seem to pay her any heed and seems to be easily convinced uh, unfortunately whilst holding the spoon up in front of her face Caitlin walks into a door and pokes the spoon straight into her eye oh that's painful it's nasty 
Right, so a, a wound, uh, but a success. Uh, everybody else, what, what, what do you got? Kanye is going to use his um, uh, defining, not a noteworthy mark, his, his thing that he has, which is smelling nice, yes. um, to 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 s- sort of get the troll to sleepwalk, like he smelt a nice pie cooling on the window, and he's just like, oh, I want to go eat that. This is going very, very Tom and Jerry. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, have you roll, roll 2d6 for me? I got... Um, have I used my re-roll? I have for Kanye, haven't I? I think you have, yes. Yeah. Okay. In that case, I got a six, one success, and a two, Excellent. which is my injury. Oh, no. So... Um, the way this happens is that it's too good, right? I just smell too much like a cherry pie. So in in the troll sleepwalking days, he just starts eating me. He just picks you up and eats you. Anymore. <laughs> oh, that's horrible! <laughs> oh, what a way to go for Kanye. But yeah, um, I tell you what, Kanye's noble sacrifice. Um, does indeed provide enough of a, of a distraction for, for 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 the rest of you to get past it and pass past past the hound and through uh, the door itself. Um, as you step into into the prison, you can see um, there are sort of four cells, sorry, five cells lining line, lining the walls, um, each of which contains um, at least one one human child of various. Uh, um, they're, they're, they're a mix of boys and girls. They, they, they look sort of like waifs or orphans or, or, or that kind of thing. And you can see as you step, as you all step into the room, crisscrossing the floor and running sort of from ceiling to, from ceiling to wall and floor and all that sort of thing, there are a number of, of, um, of thin wires that appear to be attached to bells. So uh, we've still got to get through your second stage to avoid det- detection. Uh, what would uh, Gordon and or Guy like to do? Guy would like to... He unfurls his hair, which he can control, mm-hmm. I've just decided. Okay, okay, <laughs> sure, sure. Um, and moves it along the floor to steady the individual bells. I like that, that's great. That's going to be 2d6, I think. I don't know what's going to happen to Five and a four. Five and a four. Very nice. So that is a success and something good. So not so. Te- tell us how this happens, Darren. Uh, so not only do you make progress, you also make it easier for for, for for everyone else. Okay. Well, it he just successfully does what he intended to do. Yeah. He steadies yeah. all the bells. So now we can move freely through the. Through 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 the, through the, the tripwires through, through the tripwires yeah yeah very very nice um, so we still need we, we still need to get one more success here uh, and it falls to Gordon to tell us how we attempt it oh no it doesn't feel like violence is going to be much use I, here I, I feel like you should use it though <laughs> Gordon hits guy Just with murder the, the bells <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no with the with the bells uh, slightly steadied. Uh, Gordon is going to use his shovel like a pole dancing pole to shimmy through and hop and skip and just twirl and looks magnificent <laughs> with his waistcoat. <laughs> let's have let's have two two d six there from Gordon. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> oh, Using it like that, a pogo stick. <laughs> yeah. That is a six and a two. <laughs> Oh, so I, I can tell you th- this is a success. Th- that, that, that is the final success for this stage. However, Gordon is going to meet a grisly end. What happens here, Asta? Uh, he just, um, as he is getting towards the very end of this uh, stream of uh, strung cables and such, doing really well, looking fantastic. The uh, The shovel slips out from under him and he just decapitates on one of the wires <laughs> oh, it's like um 
Oh, is it is, is it Ghost Chip that film where like the cable oh, was yeah, yeah. chip? Yeah, yeah, it's like that. Oh, that's, that's, that's naughty. But yeah, it's, so yeah, he does. He does navigate. He manages to navigate a path for everyone to get past these tripwires and get to the cages themselves. But in doing so, uh, Gordon, the last of this of this original group of Caligni, uh, heroically sacrifices himself. <laughs> oh dear! And that that brings us on to. Um, the start of a new round. Uh, so, uh, Amy, who steps out out, out of the shadows to join her com- their comrades? So, out out from behind the corner steps Kanye Hewell the second. He goes up to where Kanye Hewell the first had died, and he um, sort of rumbles through the, the, the clothes to find the earring. He clips it to his left ear rather than his right ear because that's yep. different and they are different people. And uh, he, he joins the party. Very nice. Be, and um, can you hear well too? But that okay. would have been a better thing to say, yes. <laughs> that is more funny. Asta, who steps can out of the shadows? Well <laughs> uh, stepping out of the shadows to pick up their ancestral shovel is Doug. Doug, uh, nice. Uh, <laughs> as uh, as he attempts to introduce himself, just barks quietly. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I love, I love it. Okay, uh, that does also bring us to a new a new round. Um, the final stage of release the children is, as you might expect, release the children. Uh, what's everyone want to do here? Uh, Caitlin's going to step forward to fight, pick out a spoon from her collection to try and start picking the locks with the handles. I like that. Let's have 2d6 there for Caitlin. Ooh, a five and a six. Five and a six. Very, very nice. Um, so that is uh, two successes there for, there for Caitlin. Very nice. Um, quick as a flash, uh, Caitlin um, finds the appropriate spoons, and uh, there is a cl- there is a click as two of these cages are open, and uh, you see a couple of children can't come out. You see there that there are two two cages that that, that remain locked. Uh, everybody else, what you got? Uh, Doug is going to approach one of these cages and uh, a little bit. Will Turner style, shove the shovel underneath and use leverage. Leverage, I like it. <laughs> I like it. Let's have two d six from Doug. Uh, I'm gonna immediately reroll because <laughs> <laughs> that was two ones. Amazing. <laughs> and that is a five and a two. Five and a two. So that is a success, but an injury. Uh, narrate this for us, please, Asta. Uh, so he's uh using leverage and uh growling at the at the cage door as he does so and uh just as it lifts off it kind of drops onto his foot and uh oh, that's probably d- a broken toe that's probably several broken toes <laughs> by, by, by the weight of those those cage doors there we go yeah he he opens the third of these cages holding the children inside and hurts himself in the process um Ka- uh, kanye and guy what you got well, Guy is going to use his hair again to wrap around a door, a cell, and just try and rip it open, rip it off its hinges. I love it. Let's have 2d6. With the power of his hair. With the power of his hair. Amazing. Could you say 2d6? Yes, please. A two and a five. Okay, so that is a success and an injury. Uh, I will tell you that 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 is enough to complete that task. However, you do take the injury, unless you want to re-roll. No, I'll take the injury. Take the injury. All right. So, how how how, how does that happen uh, for Doug? How, a, does, a, how does he a, hurt himself? A, it, the force he puts into ripping the door off takes a chunk of his scalp with it. Oh, that's nasty. <laughs> Scalps and stuff. Oh, that's 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 gonna be raw as well. Yeah, it fucking hurts, mate. 
Nasty, nasty. All right, well, uh, so with that, um, there is a clang as, uh, sort of a clatter and a clang as the four doors for each of these cells spring open and you see uh, sort of um, looking nervously at, at, out at you, sort of, um, you see six uh, sort of very, very hungry, very tired, very cold, very, 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 very scared looking children. Which is going to bring us on to the third task. Uh, so, the third task here, now you have infiltrated the tower, you have released the children, you now all need to escape. Uh, so, if I'm correct in thinking here, uh, your first um, your first stage is to move the children away. Is that correct? Mm. Yes. Yes. All right. So um, it's because it because it's a new task. Um, it's a fresh round. Everybody has an action to start with. Caitlin's going to get several of her spoons out of the collection and uh, start playing them like a musical instrument in an effort to emulate the Pied Piper of Hamlin uh, to entice the children. I mean, this is getting dark very quickly, but <laughs> to entice the children to follow. Sure. Okay. Let's have a let's have a two d six test, you. Oh. <laughs> So what happens, because um, I've already used the re-roll, Caitlin um, <laughs> gets the spoons out. However, gets too many spoons out, and they clatter to the floor, and Caitlin slips on them, falls onto the stone floor, and breaks her neck. Oh, no. <laughs> what is your roll, Stu? I'm curious. A one and a two. <laughs> oh, mate. That's unfortunate. Oh. <laughs> Caitlin goes down under the weight of her own spoons. That's quite horrifying. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, okay, everybody else, what you got? Kanye here, well too. As we're going with that now. Um, uh, would like to sing a song to calm the children down. Okay, sure, 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 sure. That was a cock dice, so I okay, okay. And that was a six. Excellent. That is a singular success there. Very nice. Uh, how, how, narrate this for us, Amy. What, what, is, what happens here? Uh, I start wailing, but somehow the kids like it. Yeah. Start. You start. He starts dropping in words like yeet and lit and fleek, <laughs> and the kids like. Oh, this guy knows. This guy. This guy understands us. Yeah, I'm down with the kids. It slaps. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, uh, so it's just Guy left, and Doug, sorry, left with an action here. I think I will just say to the children, follow me. <laughs> <laughs> roll uh, roll e6. Five. That's another success, yeah. I'd loved if you got an injury just from that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I'm gonna injure myself doing this one. Yeah. The kids rush you. Yeah, yeah they, they 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 all pull out pull out knives and just shiv you. Yeah. They all wet me from. That's it, they've been too uh, they've been too uh, they've been too institutionalized in the prison system. <laughs> There you go. Uh, okay, yes, yeah, so that is your second success. Uh, you see uh, these children uh, soothed by, by Kanye's tones, ignoring the horror that is Caitlin's broken neck, uh, <laughs> encouraged by your words of encouragement. They all come, they all, they all step out of their cells and they start to follow you. Um, uh, just Doug left with, with, with action here. We still need three more successes on this stage. <laughs> well, there's only one thing. Doug can really do in this scenario. He's gonna bark like a dog because kids like dogs. <laughs> yeah, nice. I like it. I like it. <laughs> roll a roll two d six there. <laughs> uh, that's a five and a one. Five and a one. <laughs> that's a success and an injury. <laughs> uh, so Doug successfully imitates a dog because. I was very tempted to call him dog initially. Um, <laughs> and he 
coaxes the children after him a little way and then he he trips over the body of his predecessor gordon and also decapitates himself <laughs> oh no is that your second injury <laughs> yes. oh mate uh... <laughs> <laughs> this this was going so well as well <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear all right okay um so yeah, you start making some progress. You start lead, leading the children back out into the, into the armory. Uh, Doug sacrificing himself to do so. Uh, it's the start of a new round. Uh, Stu, who steps out of the shadows? Uh, so we have the Caligny Caleb Crowley. Uh, Caleb, very nice. Steps forward and is currently juggling at the moment a stick, a rock, and a skull of some sort of creature, but he uh, okay. quickly scoops up the conch shell and adds that to the items he's currently juggling. That's pretty sick. I like that. It's pretty, pretty cool. Perfect. And um, Asta, who also steps out of the shadows. Uh, stepping out of the shadows um, is a Caligny with very short arms. and uh, Little T-Rex arms. Rex appears to originally struggle picking up the shovel because his arms can't reach it. Amazing. And then he sort of kicks it and got it. <laughs> very, very nice. All right, uh, that brings us to, to the start, start of a new round. Uh, you've got the children out, out, out of the prison. You still need to move them uh, through the tower itself, and we need two more successes. Uh, who has an idea? I'm going to flap my big ears, pick up a child, and fly to the exit. <laughs> Yeah, okay, sure. Let's have two, 2d6 there. I rolled a six and a one. Oh, so it's a success but an injury. What happens? One of my ears falls off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can no longer fly. That's it. It was very a very short lived lived flight. However, you do get uh, some of the children across to... Um, at least, at least across across the armory, without without the troll hound or or, or, or the troll noticing, uh, we need one more success here. Um, who has an idea? Guy is going to scoop up some of the children in his hair, okay. carry them on his person, and make a make a break for the exit. Yeah, perfect. Let's have a have two d six there. A two and a three. Okay, so that is uh, assuming you want, you want to keep those. That is something bad and an injury. Uh, no, I'm not going to keep those at all. Okay, re-roll them. Roll again. Use your re-roll. Six and a five. Much better. Six and a five. I can tell you is two successes. Uh, Doug, as so, uh, sorry, guy, as you scoop up, um, as you scoop up. Uh, these child, the rest of the children, you get all the way to to, to the armory with your with, through the armory with your comrades in tow, and as you open the door um, into uh, the kind of corridor where um, you know you, you need to get through in order to uh, to get towards the exit, uh, you see standing before before you, facing the door, sword drawn, uh, the mirror man from a moment ago. Um, we are into the second stage of this task, which is deal with the resistance. Uh, Caleb and Rex have actions. Caleb, where he's juggling various items, uh, is going to start headbutting those items uh, to nice. fire them at the mirror man. <laughs> that sounds like do you want to roll 3d6 there, the, uh, Yeah, do I get three dice back? Yeah. Oh... Okay, I'm going to keep this score. I got a six. I got a nice. four. And I got a one. Nice. Okay. So, so it's success, uh, something good, and an injury. Yep, the, uh, he, he manages to get a couple of items fired at the Mirror Man, uh, causing him to stagger, which has the effect of distracting the Mirror Man somewhat with this unexpected assault. Uh, however, uh, on his last time, he, he goes to headbutt the conch shell. However, the pointed bit gets stuck in his eye. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a thing, thing, thing for eyes, isn't it, this, this conch shell? It's, yeah. 
<laughs> maybe maybe we should be using the conch as a weapon because it seems seems to be pretty lethal so far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Okay, uh, so that leaves us with Rex. Does Rex have an idea? Uh, yes. Uh, Rex is going to step up and he's going to stare at the mirror man's mirror mm-hmm. and his glowy white eyes are going to start glowing and he's going to start reflecting light into the mirror, back into his eyes, into the mirror, back into his eyes and create oh, an shit. infinite loop where the mirror man can't yeah. look away. <laughs> yeah, 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 I like it. That's it. <laughs> Um, no, 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 now look at look, look at the child. Now, now back to me. I am a child. <laughs> don't, look, don't, don't, don't look anywhere else apart from my face. Okay, roll two d six there for me, Asta. That is double sixes. <laughs> Excellent. Hey. The mirror man. Um, I'll let you narrate it there, Asta. Uh, so with the glowing eyes and the mirror reflecting and refracting, uh, Rex just creates this sort of strange infinite light loop where uh, he hypnotizes the mirror man and the mirror man can't look away oh that's it very thoroughly 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 distracted here um we've got three successes out of a total of seven this is a hard task um that's the end of rex's turn it's the top top of a round you've all got actions guy will place the children gently gently on the floor Mm-hmm. And give a little sort of Timothée head whip of his hair to reveal that the underlayer of hair has lots of little spoons attached to it, which of he will then whip towards the heart of the mirror man. That sounds great. Let's have three d six there. Three d six. A three, a three, and a four. Okay, <laughs> so that is uh, something bad, something bad, and something good. Um, two of those cancel each other out so we, we are left with a single something bad what happens um I miss yeah <laughs> I yeah. miss and it's bad you miss you ping these spoons go flying fucking everywhere and suddenly suddenly the entire ground is like really tricky footing because you're because there's just so many spoons you've all got to try and balance keep, keep your footing there very nice from Guy uh, anybody else? I'm going to slap the mirror man with my big remaining ear. All right. Roll to D6. To him to the ground. Go with 2d6. <laughs> Roll two. I, have I, I've used my re-roll on this one? No. Have I? I can't remember. I don't, I don't think up, so. Up to you guys no. to track that. I don't think you've used it for Kanye 2. Hmm. No, I will because I rolled double threes. I rolled a five and a three. A five and a three. So with something bad, that becomes a four and a two. So something good and an injury. I lose my other ear. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that the first injury on Kanye 2? Uh, well, that's a something bad. So... I've, I've only got one injury, unless that something bad counts as an injury, in which case I die. Oh, no, no, no. Some, something bad isn't an injury. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Right. Well, the ear just falls off then. It's not an injury. It's like it's like it never existed. Yeah, it just it, it just, just regrows. It's fine. Mm. Yeah. That's what okay. us Caligny are known for, regrowing. That's it. <laughs> well, cer- certainly the uh, the Hearwell family are, are known for that. Yeah. Okay, uh, Caleb and Rex, what what you got? This mirror man is still lo- looking dazzled in front of you. Uh, you, you can see there there is a cra- there, there is a tiny crack from where uh, Caleb hit it a second ago, and the floor is no longer no, no longer covered in spoons. It's fine. Well, Caleb's going to cut out the middle man this time and just run over and headbutt. All right, mirror man. Two d six on the mirror man. That I'm going to. Mm, do I keep? Yes, I'll keep it. Um, so it's definitely got the mirror man's attention um, as the mirror man sees him coming, and uh, 
and has all of his attention, so that something good happens, because that rolled a four for that. Yep. Uh, yep. However, seeing him coming, uh, the mirror man just holds out a fist, and Caleb runs straight into it, and uh, the fist goes straight through his head and out the back. I think... Uh, I think it would be the sword rather than the, than the fist. But, the yeah, sword, same yes. Same thing happens. That's, uh, yes. As uh, Caleb rolled a two as well as a four. So oh, no. An injury. And uh, Caleb is down. No. Uh, that just leaves Rex left to act. Uh, Rex is going to run forward with his long legs, but his really short arms. And uh, just sort of do like a, a kangaroo jump and just try and smack the mirror man with his shovel as he uses his violence. I like it. Let's have 2d6. <laughs> uh, that is 4 and a 4. 4 and a 4. So actually, they both become successes because of something good. This creature is so distracted by impaling Caleb, uh, Rex is able just to stab it in the back. <laughs> um, very nice. Takes to 5 successes. Um, start of a round uh, Stu, who steps out of the shadows? Uh, so this is the most normal looking of the Crowley uh, family the most normal looking Caligny this is Kara uh, who steps forward and says it's fine, I'm not like any of them losers I'm immortal um, <laughs> which is Kara's unique trait is that she believes herself believes she's immortal, yeah I thought that's great, I love that I love that. Okay, in that case, top of the round. Um, this mirror man, it's heavily injured, uh, but you've still got to bring it down or find another way past it. What are you doing? Shove my earring in its eye face. Yeah, all right. Roll 2d6 for me. It's eye face. It's eye face. Yeah. It's face eye. They don't have eyes. They just have faces. <laughs> Double six. Excellent which is enough to succeed on this stage for Kanye. Tell us how it happens, Amy. So he uh, takes the earring off the ear that is now on the floor because it's no longer attached to his head. Yeah. And he takes off the back clip and then he just jumps at the mirror man and slams it straight into the face. Nice. Where it's weakened from all that light that... Nice. that uh, that the eyes were doing like like one of those kind of hammers that is designed for emergency use in buses and stuff yeah, yeah. exactly that <laughs> and you watch uh, as as Kanye leaps forward earring in hand um, the earring strikes the glass surface the hand passes through the mirror shatters um, revealing um, just a hollow hollow skull behind it um, quite, quite I would have got away with it if it wasn't for these pesky kids. That's it. And uh, <laughs> you watch, uh, there, there is a clatter as the sword drops from the mirror man's hand. Uh, it twitches and shudders and then and then, then collapses to, to the ground in a heap as well. Uh, you have dealt with the resistance um, and with that dealt with, uh, your group manages to get, get, get the children back through the barracks uh, into the dining area and you start ushering them down the tunnel. There is one Dana last grabs thing. Sword. <laughs> she does not. Um, yes, she does. <laughs> there is one last thing that needs to happen here, and that is you need to uh, prevent yourselves from being followed. Uh, I believe it's a fresh round. Uh, sorry, Kanye has acted. Uh, so Kara, Rex, and Guy all have actions. Hmm. Kara, knowing that she's immortal, is uh, just going to start kicking at some wood um, holding up the uh, the tunnel. Um, yeah. Because even if the stones fall on her, it doesn't matter because she's immortal. She's, she's immortal, she's, right? I love it. She's trying to collapse the tunnel above her. Yeah, because she's immortal, so it's fine. That's great. Roll the d6. Uh, 1d6, or do I get two for that? What's your second one? Oh because, oh, because she believes he's more... Yeah, sure, why not? Let's have two. Yeah. Oh, um... So, yeah, I'm going to keep that. Um, so she gets a four. Uh, so, okay. Uh, Something good. Uh, yeah, it sort of... 
actually it clears a bit of the wood out of the way opening the the tunnel slightly to, so the children can get out a bit quicker um, however a rock does fall on her head and uh, leaves her momentarily stunned um, a little bit concussed uh, was that an injury? also rolled a one yes <laughs> okay very nice so with Kara uh, concussed but uh, making progress Rex and Guy what you got? Oh, I don't know what to do. Um, I think Guy will usher Rex through the entrance and then use his hair to cocoon himself and the entrance up, and it's impenetrable unless anybody uses scissors or a fire. Oh, nice. Just try to make it into like a spiderweb type thing. Yeah, I'm okay, sacrificing myself for the, for the good. For the greater good. For the greater good. Greater good. Let's have 2d6 then. A six and a four. Six and a four. So actually, with the something good from a second ago, that becomes a six and a five. That is two successes. Uh, Guy gets you all through through the hole and uh, begins to seal it up with his hair. And you can see, Guy, as, as you're doing this, you can see um, the wall and the wood is starting to break and splinter. Um, perhaps and perhaps you won't need to stay here. Maybe you can collapse it just with sheer force of hair. Who knows? Um... We have Rex left to act, and we require two final successes to pass this mission. What you got, Rex? um, I'm going to use my expertise in violence and my heirloom shovel. Yes. And I'm going to assist in just wrecking shit in this tunnel and just try and help collapse it. Let's have 3d6 then from Rex. I am going to re-roll. <laughs> okay. Because three ones is pretty bad. Oh, <laughs> pretty, pretty bad. I need some new dice. Yes, you do. <laughs> okay, uh, two fives and a one is significantly better. Two fives and a one um, is two successes and also an injury. Um, did Rex already have an injury? No, he did not. That's his first one. All right. Um, I can tell you, though, um, Asta, two successes is enough to make this a total success on the final task. Tell us how it happens. Uh, so uh, Rex takes his, his shovel and his, his stumpy arm rage and um, just assists in uh, bringing down the inside of the tunnel and uh, helps uh, Guy escape without having to sacrifice himself and uh, as he does so just uh, trips momentarily uh, hits his head face plant, yeah gets up, can't remember who he is or why he's there and then carries on running forwards with everyone else that's amazing, so as 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 the four of you, um, plus Della from the Shadows, plus the rest of your of your Caligny families, uh, plus all these children that you have indeed rescued, um, you, you you pound down this tunnel. Uh, you can hear it kind of collapsing and caving in, in in behind you. Uh, it's very it's very tense. You're not sure you're you're, you're going to make it, and then almost uh, almost without realizing it, at breakneck speed, you hit the bottom of the tunnel, and you all spill out as a cloud of dust uh, spits out spits out behind you, uh, followed by a rubble, sealing it closed forever. And that is where we end for tonight, folks. It's Yay! total success on your mission. We did it with and violence. Yes. <laughs> Tales from the Twenty Side is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Alexander Nakarada and editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and Discord by searching Tales from the Twenty Side or by visiting talesfromthe20side.com. Thank you.
kind of wanted Guy to die just so a hand could come out of the rubble holding a spoon, and then my next yeah. me would come in and take it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for, for for narrative purposes, if that's what you want to happen, that how that happens, absolutely <laughs> fine. Uh, still, a less than fifty percent casualty rate. I think Otto would call that a, a, a acceptable losses. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think Della would probably stay rather than running back with because she's got. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To do with she, her she, she's got she's got more to deal with upstairs. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cinematically, it would end where um, uh, the Caligny and the children disappear, um, and as Della sees this this uh, this tunnel collapse behind them, um, she sends Ryden checks in with her. Is it time? Mm-hmm. It's time. And then guitar solo, yeah. camera pans out. <laughs> jo- join us next season. <laughs> there we go. Oh, that was, oh, that was fun. fun. That was great. I enjoyed that. Oh, good. I'm glad you did. Glad you did. I, I just assumed that all of my characters were going to get absolutely rinsed through. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that, that kind of is, is the intention. Um, you guys just rolled really, really well. Well, I lost three what? characters. How many did everyone else? I lost one. I lost one. Uh, I lost two, and then Rex is halfway gone, no longer remembering who he is. <laughs> <laughs> he has so, absolutely got amnesia. That's it. But seven, seven casualties. Were all yep. of your characters called Kanye, Amy? Yeah, the third, <laughs> the fourth, the fifth. <laughs> Cool. Well, thank you, folks. That was very enjoyable. I'm glad that went as well as it did. Yes, that was mm, great. Thank you. I enjoyed that. And then I uh, will pick up next time um, with the uh, with the uh, with the B team, I guess. <laughs> after because after the success of that, like you, you guys have got, I've got, I've got some work to do. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs>